The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I am Joe, and I am your host every Tuesday evening right here on WNRI, 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 on the AM dial, and of course, Facebook Live. We're on Facebook every Tuesday evening. If you'd like to give us a call, 401-769-0600 is our number if you are in the biggest little state in the union. If not, give us a call at 1-800-949-9674. That's 1-800-949-9674. And we can, uh, I'll answer your questions. I will listen to your comments and you can share your thoughts with us. A little bit uh, about the show, taking care of some business. I would like to thank our sponsors, of course, John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. John Dolbeck and his team offer a plethora of, there's your 50 cent word for the day, plethora of products. Uh, and they have a wide range of loan officers with expertise with different types of mortgages and financial situations. That's John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. G Metz Moving and Storage. George Metz, a friend of mine and an Runs an excellent operation at GMET's Moving and Storage. They will move you and your family's belongings. They will store them, whether it's for a short period of time or a long period of time. And they can move you from Woonsocket to Westerly and all the way across the country to California. That's GMET's Moving and Storage, 401-383-6399. And, of course, the closing and escrow company of the year, Beacon Title and Escrow. Anthony Betancourt is the managing partner. Rich Nicholson is the attorney partner. Uh, Beacon Title and Escrow, we send all of our business to them for our buyers and sellers because they do such a fantastic job. Uh, they provide un unparalleled service and uh, they educate our clients during the whole transaction process. A little bit about me. I'm your host, Joe Luca, and I work at um, Remax Preferred, and we have the Luca and Murano team, which operates out of Remax Preferred. Uh, Remax, we have offices in North Providence, Smithfield, uh, North Smithfield, Pawtucket, and Cumberland under the town and country name. And uh, we have a whole group of great realtors at those offices because uh, that's what makes Remax number one. No one in the world sells more real estate than Remax. No one. Okay, we are all across the state of Rhode Island. We're number one in pretty much every municipality, and uh, we're even global. We are in more countries around the world than any other major franchise 
out there, okay? And as a matter of fact, that's something that I concentrate on uh, or focus on uh, is global real estate. I work with uh, folks at the National Association of Realtors to stay informed and um, remain aware of what's going on globally so that we can offer properties in the biggest little state in the Union, Rhode Island, to global home buyers, whether they're looking for a second home, a first home, or just some investment property. Uh, if you have questions on any of this, you can give us a call at the Luke and Morano team, 401-232-4300. You can call or text that number, again, 401-232-4300, and uh, we'll answer any questions you have. Get back to you ASAP. Even if you are selling your home by yourself, for sale by owner, also known as a FISBO in the trade, if you have questions, you're not sure which forms to uh, to provide, when you're selling your home by yourself, you can give me a call. You know, no problem. We will answer that because one thing we do not want is we don't want consumers um, being, t- you know, taken advantage of, making mistakes that could cause people unnecessary harm. So um, if you have any questions and you don't know which paperwork or where to go to get information, give us a call 401-232-4300 and we can certainly help you out with that and also give you some tips on how to market your home safely uh, and what you should do if you're going to have an open house when you're selling your home yourself. Okay. So I want to do a shout out to my partner, Don Morano, um, who is listening or tuned in on Facebook. My friend Richard Tessier and colleague, his office is uh, across the hall from mine. And my buddy, Deb Houghton. Deb uh, and Rich work out of the REMAX preferred office in North Providence. So I like to give them a big shout out. Uh, What else is going on in the real estate market right now? Well, I'll tell you folks, the market is still vibrant, I think would be a great way to describe it. The the market is in a transition period, and I'll put transition in air quotes. Um, and what I mean by that is it's not like it was a couple of months ago before interest rates started to go up when you would have houses very frequently selling in uh, less than a week or two weeks at the outside. And you'd have lots of people coming to look at those houses. It was kind of like a little bit of a speed bump. Things slowed down as far as the amount of traffic. So the number of sales in the month of March and then in the month of April dropped, okay, uh, because people were saying, wait a minute, do we want to definitely buy a home or not, okay? And many people are making, in my opinion, the wise decision and saying, you know what, yes, we do. Forget about home prices. Forget about mortgage interest rates being the motivator. The major motivator is if you are not if you don't own your home, if you're not a homeowner, that means you are most likely a renter, okay? If you are a renter, you have no control over your housing cost. And, you know, we're getting a new listing, uh, Don and I, in, it's, a, uh, it's in North Providence. It's a uh, ranch, uh, nice home. And, you know, when we first started talking with this seller back in the fall, back in September... She was just thinking about putting the house on the market. She wasn't sure where she wanted to relocate to, and she had a lot of uh, decluttering to do. So she took her time. The home is going to be coming live this Thursday. And I knew that since last September, home prices had gone up. So 
I did a comparison uh, with what's on the market right now in the North Providence area for comparable homes and what has sold recently. And by recently, I mean in the past about, you know, less since the beginning of the year. That's when things started to transition a little bit. Um, and lo and behold, the value of the home increased about 45000 bucks. So I said, wait a minute, $45,000 at the new interest rates, how much is that payment going to be for a homeowner? So I ran some numbers. I you know, went on bankrate.com and I got you know, some interest rates for what are being offered today. And I did kind of a quick uh, thumbnail pro forma, plugged in 3.5% down payment, which is a small down payment. So that would make the smaller your down payment, the larger your monthly payment would be. And I added in taxes. And the mortgage on this property was, would be about, including principal interest and taxes, would be about $1,924 a month. That's with only 3.5% down. If you put more down, your payment would be less. So just for a little perspective, this is a two-bedroom house. Condos that are two bedrooms are renting for 2200 not far from this house in North Providence. So I said, Jeepers Crow... This house is definitely going to be worth it because if someone is paying $2,000 a month, they could own their own home. And there's actually an opportunity to add value with this home because the basement isn't finished. So you could get even more. You could double your living space almost. And your payment on your mortgage, including taxes, would still be less than you'd be paying for rent in a similar aged condominium nearby. Paying for rent in a, that condominium, okay? Not a mortgage. Those condominiums are being rented out for $2,200 a month. Two bedrooms, okay? So, home values increasing, interest rates going up. Push that aside. It still makes sense to buy a home right now. We don't know what's going on with home prices. We don't know what's going on with interest rates. Now, if you listen to a lot of the talking heads on the business shows, it appears interest rates are going to uh, continue to increase. A lot of the economists that I follow at Realtor.com and National Association of Realtors and some of the other national websites all seem to be in agreement that interest rates are going to continue and end up around 65 pushing 7% by the end of this year, which is still below the historic average of 8% for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Okay. Um, so we can get an idea that rates are going to continue to go up. So that's one thing. Home prices. Now, people say, Joe, what's the market going to do? You know, if I had a crystal ball, I wouldn't have to be selling houses. But I can give, get an idea based on demand and the, based on the number of buyers that are out there. It would, it would appear that home prices are going to continue to be strong. We may not have as many home sales because there will be fewer buyers buying homes because some of them at the bottom will get, won't qualify for a mortgage any longer. Um, and people are going to say, you know what? Even though rates have gone up and I can't get that 3% rate anymore, it still makes a lot of sense for me to buy a home because my mortgage will be less or the same as what I'm paying for rent. 
And again, when you are renting, you are paying. It's one hundred percent interest. You get nothing back for what you're paying in rent. You put get a roof over your head. You have no price control, no stability. Every year, that rent could go up fifty bucks a month, or more. Again, I had an open house this weekend, and again, I was talking to someone who is renting. Their lease is up. And if they sign another lease, another year lease, their rent will go up 300 bucks. And if they don't sign a lease and they want to go month to month, in other words, they only want to commit for a month at a time, their rent is going to go up, I think it was $600 a month. And if they did a three-month commitment, then their rent would go up $400 a month. That's a big jump. No control. You know? So if you're a single parent or even if you're a dual parent, you know, dual income household, 20% increase in rent is a lot, especially when coupled with the fact that a year ago we were paying a little over, you know, three bucks a gallon for gas. And now we're spending, it's going to, they're saying it's going to be over 470 by the end of, well, I paid 469 today. So again, that's what? 30, 40, 50% increase. 50, I think it's 54% increase in the price of gas. Food prices are up. So all of these things contribute to making it less attractive to be a tenant. So if you can become a homeowner or a landlord, you should definitely at least try to figure out what you need to do to get there. Okay, and if you have questions, give us a call. No obligation, 401-232-4300. You can call or text that number. That's the Luca and Murano team. We'll get back to you ASAP. We'll answer any questions you have. We can do a pro forma for you. We can talk to, we can have you talk to the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation to see how much mortgage you would qualify for. And that'll give you an idea what kind of a home you can buy. Okay, I was talking to uh, one of my Facebook friends, a, a woman uh, that, that I've known, and she, uh, we were talking about her, you know, she wants to buy a house and she has to get some other affairs in order, and, but she gets it. She understands the, the rationale, the logic that it, that, uh, how much sense it makes to buy a house. The logic is apparent. You want to get out of renting, Okay. She's fortunate. She she is you know she qualifies for a good sized mortgage, so that makes it a lot easier on her. And uh, you know when she's ready to go, I'm confident we'll be able to find her a home that meets all of her needs, her uh, logistical needs, space needs, things like that. You know whether it's a walkout basement, number of bedrooms, price, etc. You know we can help out with that because again we've been I've been a realtor since 2006. I know how to write nice, clean offers for my clients. I work with great lenders like John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, 401-321-4401, in case you want to reach out. That's 401-321-4401. Because it's important when you submit an offer on a house that you're working with a lender who's well regarded by realtors. Because if a realtor receives an offer and it's from a lender, a company, 
or a loan officer that they don't know or that doesn't have a good reputation, and then they can compare that to another offer that comes in from a known, quality, professional, efficient loan officer, guess which offer is going to get accepted? Okay, that's why we like John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Everybody over there does a really good job. Just like the crew we work with over at North Point Bank, Justin Conrad and Don Miller. Don Miller and I are very good friends. Uh, Don is part of the soccer family along with Anthony Betancourt from Beacon Title and Escrow. And um, again, like Beacon Title and Escrow, Don does a great job educating our clients throughout the process of getting pre-approved. He's very knowledgeable. He's very thorough. You'll notice a common theme. Everybody that the Luca and Rano team works with, John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team, Don Miller and Justin Conrad at North Point Bank, uh, Home Pro Inspections, not, uh, you know, not a sponsor of the show, but they do a good job. We have our buddies over at Go Fix It, Handyman Services. All of these folks do a good job. They explain everything. They educate the consumer about the process, about the service that they're providing or the product that they're selling. The product may be home inspection services. The product they're serving may be, uh, you know, home painting services to get the interior of the home repainted if that's what Go Fix It is doing. All right. These are the things that we um, really look for in when we establish a relationship with a vendor partner. Okay. Because we want our our clients, the consumer, to understand all aspects of the process, the transaction process. Okay, Folks, if you're just tuning in, it's about 22 minutes past the hour. You're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI, 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 on the AM dial. If you'd like to give us a call, 401-769-0600, or if you're outside of Rhode Island, 1-800-949-9674. That's 1-800-949-9674. Okay. I want to go over right now some real estate trends uh, in the state of Rhode Island. Okay. I printed these out from our statewide multiple listing service. And between January 1 of this year and today, all right, we're looking at condominiums. Okay. The we are looking at the total, okay, sold listings. There have been 513 condominium units that have sold this year. Okay, right now there are 88 active listings. There are 22 that, 222 that are pending. And um, the median price is $307,000 for a condominium. Now, if you break it down by bedrooms, less than two bedrooms, three bedrooms... Four bedrooms, um, 458 were sold that are two bedrooms or less, 48 were sold that were three bedrooms, and only seven were sold that were more than four bedrooms. It's very unusual that uh, you'd have a condominium with more than four bedrooms. Um, days on the market, the 358 out of the 513 sold in less than a month. So that's pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, multifamilies, okay. Total, since the beginning of the year, we sold in the whole state of Rhode Island, we sold 659, 605 
The average price was $428,000 for a multifamily home. And of that 659, 459 sold in less than 30 days. Okay. Currently, there's about 152 active, and there are 342 pending. Okay. Now, the pendings have a uh, an average price of $428,353. The solds have a, an average price of $428,062. So the trend is going up a little bit. And then the actives, the pr- average price is $559,000. So it seems to be holding true that prices are going up um, with multifamily properties as well. And then, of course, single-family properties. Okay, this is data provided from the statewide MLS system in Rhode Island. This year, we have had a total of 1,720 single-family properties sold. There are currently 354 active listings and 806 that are pending. Okay. 806 that are pending. So of all the ones that sold, more than half, or just about half, almost half, are pending once again. Uh, And of that 1,720, almost 1,200 sold in less than 30 days. Okay. And the median price is 412. um, That's for the median price for the whole year. Okay. The median price for just the month of April was 420. Of the pendings, 806 that are pending, the median price is 439, and the median price of the active listings is 497, almost 500,000 bucks. Wow, is that crazy? That's super high. So that's a little bit about the you know the real estate trends. Okay, we looked at what's sold, what's pending, and what's currently active. And it seems to be, looking at that data for all three groups, condos, multifamilies, and single families, that it appears that the prices are still going to remain strong and will be increasing. So all the more reason, if you are thinking about selling, it's a very good time to sell because, again, it's still a seller's market. And as long as it is a seller's market... The sellers are going to be able to be a little bit more selective with the offers that they accept or with the buyers they want to do business with. I talking with uh, my, my buddy Rich today, and they have a transaction that's under agreement. And the when the offers came in, the offer that they chose, one of the reasons they selected this offer was because the buyer said, as part of the one of their contingencies, they would allow the seller to remain living in the house for two weeks after closing at no charge. So that's pretty significant. The seller's like, all right, that's good. So we can take our time packing and getting, getting out of this house and getting into the new one. Now the buyer, their house is going under contract. So now they want to try and move that date up. Well, fortunately for that, this seller and my client, my friend, they have it in writing that the seller gets to stay in the house for two weeks after closing, and the buyer agreed to that. So they really don't have to make any changes unless they want to out of the goodness of their heart. Okay? So the market is still strong. If you're thinking about selling, get in while the getting's good, as they say, because you can be selective 
with the terms of your transaction. Buyers, you should start the process. Okay, if you haven't been talking with a lender like John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Ferry Independent Mortgage Corporation, 401-321-4401. If you haven't been talking to them, call them to get a pre-approval to start the process because you want to get the ball rolling before rates go up. They're talking about the Fed is going to raise rates another half a point in June and then another half a point in July. Those increases don't, that's those are impacting short-term rates you know, more immediately, not long-term rates like a mortgage, which is a 30-year rate. But nevertheless, there may be other factors that come into play that could transform, prompt the market to change somewhat after the fact as gas prices continue to increase and other inflationary forces continue to rear their head. So don't, you know, you want to get locked in before the rates go higher, we're, you know, anticipating home prices are going to go up. So you want to get in before things start to change. Because, folks, not buying is not a good option, okay? Um, so that's uh, something that you, you know, you want to bear that in mind. If you want to talk about this, give me a shout, 401 769 if you are in the great state of Rhode Island, if you're outside of the biggest little state in the union, call 1-800-949-9674. We'll answer any questions that you have or if you just want to make a comment on the market, um, we can discuss that as well. Okay. But, you know, buying a home, the process of getting ready to buy a home, the process of getting ready to sell a home should not be... An emotional decision. Okay, it's an emotional experience, yes, but you shouldn't let emotion get in the way of your decision to, you know what, we need to buy a house because rates are going to be going up, prices are going to be going up, rents are going to be going up. So even if we don't do anything, we're going to still have to deal with rents going up. Okay, and folks, rents are going up because we were in an inflationary cycle right now. So when you have inflation, everything goes up. So the price of electricity for the landlord to uh, keep the lights on in the hallways, the price for the uh, snow removal that the landlord has to pay is going to go up because the gas or diesel that those guys use for their vehicles goes up. Landscaping costs are going to go up. So all of those prices are going to go up. So the landlord will pass that on to the tenants. Water prices are going to go up. Sewer prices are going up. So if you decide not to do anything, you are deciding that, okay, you know what? I'm going to allow myself to have to continue to pay ever-increasing amounts of money towards rent for which I have, will have nothing to show for it. Okay. If you don't know where to start... Give me a call, 401-232-4300, or send me a text at that number, 401-232-4300, and we can put together a game plan for you. Not everybody's going to be able to buy a home in the next 30 days, but we'll put you on a track so that you will be able to buy a home, and you'll protect yourself. You will shield yourself from the 
uh, ever-increasing rental rates. Rents are going up at 18 to 19% per year, folks. You know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Okay. Again, if you want to give us a call, 401-769-0600, outside of the state of Rhode Island, uh, 1-800-949-9674. You can chime in and provide uh, us with your opinion on what you think the market is doing or what it should be doing. Okay. Thank you again to our sponsors, Anthony Betancourt and Rich Nicholson at Beacon Title and Escrow. George Metz, GMetz Moving and Storage, 401-383-6399. Give them a call to get a price on moving your belongings, whether it's across the country or just temporarily storing them while you're having some work done at the house. 401-383-6399. And, of course, John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, 401-321-4401. They will take really good care of you and give you the best service for your mortgage that's available okay speaking of mortgages speaking of financing mass housing you know you've heard me talk about rhode island housing and of course uh, my partner don and i we are licensed in rhode island and massachusetts so we work with rhode island housing and mass housing and i want to go over some of the just some general information about mass housing so what is mass housing all right it's an independent public agency that provides home buyers with assistance. All right, and they get the, the assistance by selling bonds and lending the proceeds to low and moderate income home buyers. So they have bonds, sell them to insurance companies who fork over the money for the bonds. That money is used to loan out mortgages to low and moderate income home buyers. All right, then they will also service those loans as well. Now, they have a lot of different or several different options. Okay, they have flexible income and credit requirements for first-time home buyers. Um, and they can get conventional or FHA loans even when home prices are soaring. Okay. Um, so just for quoting Eric Gedstad, Director of Marketing at Mass Housing, quote, while it is a challenging market, Mass Housing equips first-time home buyers like no other lender. Similar to Rhode Island Housing, okay? Well, we have multiple mortgage loan options to meet different needs, and we provide job loss protection insurance for the buyer. That comes with their PMI at no additional cost to them. PMI is private mortgage insurance. You know, folks, when you buy a house and you're putting a low down payment down, okay, um, you are going to have to pay something called PMI, private mortgage insurance, and that's on FHA loans, Rhode Island housing loans, mass housing loans. And it has provisions in there. So in case something happens, you are protected and the lender is protected as well. Okay. Um, So mass housing has this Basically, unemployment uh, insurance for your mortgage. So, Gedstad refers to the MI Plus uh, program, a type of mortgage payment protection that covers the mortgage principal and interest for up to $2,000 per month for six months if the borrower is let go at work and collects unemployment. All right, so that's a really good feature to have, and that's something that uh, Mass Housing is very unique to offer that to their borrowers. Okay. Uh, they also have down payment assistance programs. This is something also offered by Rhode Island Housing. So whether you're yearning to live in a charming, picturesque small town or favor the f- city vibes of historic Beantown, the biggest hurdle to getting the keys to your first home is coming up with the down payment. Now, 
historic bean town, you are going to need an awful big down payment uh, over there because those houses are so expensive. The Mass Housing offers something called the Workforce Advantage 3.0, which uh, borrowers can use in every city and state to help with down payments. Okay, their most generous down payment assistance program is 10% of the purchase price or $50,000, whichever is less. Okay. Now, just for perspective, so 50%, that's 10% of 500000 bucks. You can't buy much in Beantown for 500000 bucks, just for perspective. But the, pro- the programs are, out, are, are available to help folks. And this is something that's important, but it's also a little annoying because, as a realtor, because we have many, we have lots of buyers. We need to have incentive programs like this for sellers, so that sellers can be incentivized to sell their homes, put their home on the market. So if there are more homes on the market, there will be less pressure for prices to rise by the overwhelming demand from the number of buyers. If we just keep increasing the number of buyers who can buy a home, that's going to make it less likely that prices are going to stabilize. If we can offer assistance, guidance, programs to um, make it easier for sellers to put their house on the market and then find something else to buy, that would really go a long way to helping the real estate market. Every, you know, we talk about, including yours truly, affordable housing. You know, 420000 bucks for a, the median price of a home in Rhode Island. Good grief. That's a lot of money. The reason that's, that number is relevant, it's not. I had this discussion with a, an old friend of mine on Facebook the other day or last week. And he was saying, oh, it, it's the result of greed. And I, I just I quoted, you know, copy and pasted the definition of greed from Merriam-Webster. Because it's not greed. It's basic market dynamics, supply and demand. Sellers are going to sell their home for what it is worth. I'm not going to sell my $300,000 home for $500,000 because it won't qualify. It won't, it won't appraise. So it won't qualify for a mortgage. Unless someone says, hey, Joe, I want to give you $500,000 for your $300,000 home and I'm going to pay cash. Okay, then you don't need for it to appraise. That does happen. One out of four times, people pay cash. But it's not greed. The seller is not greedy. This, Usually what happens is they put it on the market and then the price is pushed up by buyers who have the resources to pay for it. Okay. If you don't have the resources to pay for it, you are re, uh, restrained from how much you can pay for a house by how much it will appraise for. So you are really protected from, quote-unquote, overpaying for a house if you're financing it. Because the bank is not going to loan more money on that house and is not going to loan money on a house for more than it's worth. And again, this is just a quick aside, quick sidebar for people who think that, uh, you know, we're setting ourselves up for a big crash. The lending guidelines today are much stricter than they were previously. Okay, I believe if my memory serves me and if anyone of my lender friends wants to chime in on Facebook, you can. But I believe you need a 660 FICO score now to qualify for FHA. 
or maybe it's Rhode Island Housing. I think it's FHA. 660, that's a, that, you know, back in the day, you can go to 580. Now, of course, again, if your FICO score is less, you're going to have to put down a bigger down payment. You're not going to have a low FICO score and then no down payment or a small down payment. Okay. You need to demonstrate commitment to the mortgage. You need to have some skin in the game if your credit score doesn't justify you getting a mortgage. Okay. You need to be able to also demonstrate that you have income, pay stubs, tax returns. All right. So it's very different now than it was 10, 15 years ago. I can't believe it's already 22. Yeah, it's already over 15 years ago that the crash happened. Very time flies, and we're in a very different market that we than we were back then. Okay, but yeah, so the market's really strong. We're still unemployment is still low, and again, I think it it still makes sense for people to buy a home if you're renting. Okay. Now, if you're like, well, should I buy a bigger home? Should I buy a smaller home? You know, we can talk about that too. I think it still does make sense to, I mean, if you need a bigger home, you need a bigger home. And if the house is too big, why should you have all that home? Uh, So I think it would make sense to put those houses on the market. But if you're renting, again, you have to remove the emotion from the decision and just look at it logically. Just look at it logically. Rents are going up 18 to 19% per year. Worst case scenario, you have one year of stability. Or best case scenario is you have one year of stability, price stability on your rent because you get a one-year lease. Very rare does someone give you more than a one-year lease. So that means your rent is $1,800 a month right now. Your lease expires in September, you can be darn sure your rent is going to go up because that landlord has expenses that have been increasing significantly. Significantly. Everything is going up. Getting repairs done, finding handymen to do repairs for you. You can find them, but it's a big wait. I was talking with someone, I think it was Dawn, who was telling me she needed to get some work done on her house. And she was told to get the parts, you know, the, I think the electrical panel that she needed was a 10-week wait. Her stuff is backordered, 10 weeks. So even if you find someone today who can do the work, they don't have the materials because of the uh, supply chain problems. So when the parts come in, Are you going to be able to get a handyman or a contractor to do the work? How much more, as a landlord, are you going to have to pay to get someone in there to do the work when you need it? Okay, if you have to pay all that, a lot more money, those expenses, at some point, are going to get passed on to the tenants. So you have no control, no price stability long term when you are a tenant. And again, everything you pay, it's like paying 100% interest because after you pay your rent for a year, you have nothing to show for what you paid other than the roof over your head. You buy a house, 
you pay a mortgage, you have price stability for 30 years, okay, and you're going to develop equity. You're going to increase your net worth just by paying to keep a roof over your head with fixed expenses. So even if you're, you know, you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, you can get a mortgage, you're going to have, and you will control your expenses. You'll, run a, you'll be on a fixed income when you retire, and you'll have fixed in- expenses with a mortgage, not with rent. Not with rent. Okay, folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. It's about uh, 15 minutes before the hour. We are here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial. 1380 AM and also on Facebook Live. You can catch us out at, catch us after the fact at Anchor FM. If you want to give us a call, 401-769-0600 or 1-800-949-9674. I'll answer any questions that you may have or you could even chime in with your own comments on the market, what you think it's doing. And if you have any thoughts about the Rhode Island market, you know, the right, in my opinion, professional and personal, the Rhode Island market is still very strong. Um, I, I was talking with someone today and we were talking about, you know, the increasing value of homes. And I was uh, pointing out that, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, that the um, buyers now, you're, we're noticing more intergenerational living, which is something that's very common generations ago in this country, but then also even today in the European countries. Okay. You know, we're fortunate that we have the opportunity to get a 30 year mortgage from the lenders in this country because the mortgage is guaranteed by Uncle Sam. Other countries do not have that, so they, they don't have a 30 year mortgage. Okay, so the fact that we do makes it very uh, advantageous for us. And intergenerational living, what happens is you get, you know, mom and dad, two incomes, buying the home, and then they'll have grandma and grandpa live in the house too. So you now you have, let's say, two social, social security checks and two paychecks contributing to the household expenses. And that's across all price points and cultures. You know, you've heard me say before, I live in Cumberland and my neighbors are, there's intergenerational living in their house. Okay. That's an expensive house. I mean, they paid over half a million for it a few years ago. So it's worth even more than that now. It's not just a lot of people think intergenerational living is, you know, um, Families, not native speaking, not native English speaking folks who buy a tenement house, you know, multifamily, one, two, three, four, and then grandma lives in one unit and the kids live in another unit. Yeah, that does happen. But it's also single family homes in suburban communities. Even I know of some homes in Barrington, you know, in East Greenwich, you have multi-generational living, multi-generational living. So that's something else that's contributing to the upward pressure placed on home prices. And this is something that is consistent all across the, com- the country and at all different price points. 
So here in the northeast, southern New England, the median price is in the 400s. Maybe you go down south and the median price is in the 300s. And then out west, it might be in the 300s or 200s. But they're experiencing similar pressures in the marketplace coming from buyers. They have the same challenges getting sellers to put their homes on the market. So, you know, we're in this position in the, in the economy where home prices are going up, interest rates are going up, unemployment is still low, and the demand for homes is very strong. That's, you know, of course we would rather interest rates not be going up, but they are. But that's still a very good position to be in for the housing economy. Now, I'll share some information with you. I had Maria Bartiromo on this morning, and she always has really good guests on that provide a lot of valid salient information about the economy at large that can be um, uh, you know, applied to or lessons can be learned from that information about how the housing market can be implicated down the road. And a couple of things that I, takeaways that I had is one, the savings rate amongst Americans went from about 30% to 4%. So we're at a savings rate now of about 4% since this inflation kicked in this year. Or this past year, okay, um, and the so savings are going down, and credit balances are going up. Credit card usage is increasing, and the amount of credit on the credit cards is increasing. So I think that's interesting because I'm, I've been fascinated. You know, you go out and you I hear about inflation. You, you experience every time you go to the gas station how much gas is going up. It's over 100 bucks to fill up with regular. But then you go to a restaurant, and the restaurants are pretty much always busy. So people are still spending money. The consumer is still very, um, I guess, you know, reluctant to change their lifestyle. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, wages are increasing, which is good. They're not keeping pace with inflation. So there seems to be a little bit of a disconnect there. But there's so much data out there that indicate things are not going to be that bad. You know, there are a couple of folks who are talking about whether or not we're going to go into a recession uh, this year, next year. Or whether we've already peaked and now the inflation, um, rate of inflation is going to start declining and we're not going to be in a recession where we've kind of already experienced the worst of the receding economy, the shrinking economy. Um, I don't know. Again, I, I don't have a crystal ball. I, uh, I think it's interesting, but if you remove the emotions from it, it's still... Having said everything I just said, if you remove the emotion from the decision-making process about buying a home, it still makes sense to buy a home. It still makes sense to sell your home and buy another home. You need to be as a you need to be a wise um, consumer or investor. You need to make prudent decisions. Okay. Now, one thing I know for sure is that people, investors and homeowners, make money in real estate no matter what the economy is doing and no matter what interest rates are doing. 
Now, it's not as easy. You have to be more selective and more thoughtful and prudent when you are buying real estate or investing in real estate during challenging times. Okay? And, you know, I, I know very successful people that are continuing. They, they just buy homes on a regular basis, investors. They're just, they're, they buy property no matter what interest rates are. You know, okay, but yep, interest rates were 2%. They could get better than everybody else. You know, they're buying commercial, so they're not going to get that 2%. They would pay a higher rate. But whatever the rates are, they, make, they only buy things where the numbers work. Basically, what their debt service is and what their potential income is and then what their expenses are, everything has to balance out. If you're prudent and disciplined in what you're buying and what you're looking at, you can acquire property even in times of potential stagflation like we are in right now where the economy may be shrinking and prices are going up and interest rates are going up. You know, so we can, you can, consumers can buy a home and it can be a good decision. Oh, why should I buy a home and pay $420,000 for it or $450,000 for it when my cousin or my neighbor or my friend bought one last year and they paid 20% less? Well, yeah, they did. And if you don't buy a house, where are you going to live? What are you going to be paying? You're going to be paying rent. What is the opportunity cost to not buying a home? That's an economics term, opportunity cost. Okay, if I don't buy a home, I'm going to continue paying rent. And folks, you know, I'm old enough and wise enough to know or to have observed time flies. And, oh, I'm just going to, you know, rent for another year or two. And next thing you know, five years has gone by. And I've seen this happen to people. You know, so if you're paying $1,200 a month, and let's say it doesn't go up for five years, every year you're spending about, what, 12 times 12? It's a, you know, whatever that number is. I can't do it in my head. Times five years. That's money that was just thrown away. You have nothing to show for it other than you had a place to live. Okay. You could have bought a place would have developed equity and probably made some improvements to it because of you'd have pride in the ownership and your ownership of that home. Okay. So, you know, kind of wrapping things up, uh, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 on the AM dial, and of course on Facebook Live. Um, wrapping things up, you know, prices are appear that they are going to continue to increase, but they're not going to increase at the um, steep rate that they have been going up. I'm going to stick with that, even though I corrected, you know, in April I was proven wrong, but I, I think we're going to see lessening rates of equity accumulation. Um, so I'll, I'll go with that. But even though rates are going up, even though prices are going up, it still makes sense to buy a home because you need, do not let emotions guide your decision. The numbers tell you what you should do. Okay. 
you know, in, in the stock market, they say what you should do is dollar cost averaging. You know, when I was a kid, young adult, is like, you know, Joe, put $25 a month into your mutual fund or buy into buying stocks, no matter what the market's doing. Just every month, put 25 bucks in, buy, 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 buy. And then you increase it to 50 bucks. And you just continue to accumulate stocks. So no matter what the market is doing, you're just buying stock. You're just accumulating equity positions. Long term, that makes more sense than trying to time the market and buy when stocks are low. Because you never know. There's never a red flag that comes up and says, oh, this is the bottom. This is where the market bottoms out. Oh, this is the top. Things are going to go down now. Whether it's stocks or whether it's real estate, we don't know. But you have to make a prudent decision, a disciplined decision, okay? If you have any questions, give us a call at the Luca and Murano team at REMAX Preferred, 401-232-4300. We'll answer any questions that you have, and you'll get myself or my partner, Don Murano. Okay. I want to thank everyone for listening this week. We'll be back right here in WNRI next week, um, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. And if you have any questions, write them down and give us a call then, and we will be back. Next up, we have Rick Mernia, who's coming with the Old Time Preaching Ministry. He has awesome bumper music, and he has a fantastic uh, Christian spiritual message that I'm sure you will be able to ponder, think about, and become a better person and learn from throughout the entire week. All right. So thank you very much. Uh, Please stay tuned for Rick and his great show coming up shortly. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. WNRI Woonsocket.